0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: who the fuck is this paging me at 5 46 in the morning crack of dawn and and now i'm yawning wipe the cold out my eye see who's this paging me and why
2: hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are coming to you on a very special time on a tuesday Woohoo!
3: in in what what two something in the motherfucking eastern time two
2: thirty p.m in the eastern time um and a very special show because we weren't even gonna do a show this week uh but uh because we just got back from dc and NegroCon was lit but you know we yeah. were tired yeah
3: we got two different type of personalities so we need yeah. some time
2: to rest you know karen's an extrovert she got all high for y'all on the road yeah, then and Then when I got, everybody
3: left i was like okay time to rest
2: right i'm an introvert i got all drained when y'all was around as soon as we hit the house i was like we need to record some shows and i'm
3: looking like get away from me
2: right so uh but but let me tell you something guys why would we be here if we didn't want to be here is because we do want to be here because we, we have a very special guest number one uh my man jl covan who i feel like you guys should hello, know hello yeah man of what many talents people many talents many voices uh many stand-up specials many harsh opinions uh and also he has a <laughs> he has an album that uh just came out um today and i was like you know i felt honored that you would choose us as a platform to promote the album um mm-hmm. it's called fireside craps uh a, the donald <laughs> the, the donald trump album and i've already listened to it uh, i listened to it um on the plane uh, uh, from Negrocon, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, JL, can you tell everybody about the concept of the album and where to go get it?
1: Sure. Um, first off, it's it's. I would say, I know we're recording live today, but anybody buying it, I would appreciate if you buy it on the twenty first because that's the day we're trying to push it to number one. Just like you guys were instrumental in helping Israeli tortoise get to number one last year. Um, Basically I'm like your biracial third world comedian that you've (laughs) adopted and sponsored. Um, So thank you for the generosity of you and your, your supporters for, for helping this, this impoverished comedians dream come true. But um, so I'm looking for people to buy it on the 21st um, and there's some stiff competition out there. So if you know, Gaffigan has a new album, John Mulaney has a new album. So like, it would be a major coup to get it above them, even for a day. Mm. It's only four ninety nine on iTunes, um, but the album. Basically, uh, a producer at Sirius XM who just recently left to start his own a- uh, label, he came to me and knew that I wanted to do like a weekly Trump show on Sirius because I had done a couple of special shows for them that were very successful, and they were hesitant. And I think they were hesitant for sort of political reasons, for mm. like. The impression was too good like they kept telling me on the air like hey could you just remind them that you're jl covan doing trump (laughs) and i I took that as a compliment like oh yes because we're getting real phone calls with real questions (laughs) from trump supporters which as a comedian and an impersonator i take as a great a great thing right what makes the comedy better is if we're fooling people um but the hint would be it's on the comedy channel not the politics or news channel but they didn't go for it. So he had the idea, knowing that he was leaving, like what if we just put out a Trump album and we were we were thinking about different themes, and I said, what if we make it like the hundred, or he may have thought of this, the hundred days, like summarizing kind of the first block of time in office. So I wanted to make something that almost felt like a if Death Row in 1995 put out a spoken word album by Donald Trump. Well, so he's calling out rivals he's we've got like little slow jam interludes dedicated to Jared Kushner and I thought you know wow. it's like a half hour but you know as you guys as I complain all the time I don't have any representation management no PR
4: right
1: so I thought well what better way I just have to put my my impression out there then I have no I just have to figure out a gimmick a platform to just get it out there that might might get it some attention because obviously we have the show on Comedy Central, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, doing it on SNL. So I thought I need to do something. So that's why we put the album together. And I'm, I'm, I know it's a good product. Um, I like the way Aaron produced it and he even like restructured some things, you know, after we recorded to, to, to make it better. Um, but I'm just hope, you know, obviously your listeners, you have a supportive fan base. You share my stuff a lot. So it's not new to them, right? You know that I do a good Trump or that I put out good content, but obviously they, you know, as the largest sort of block of people that show me love and support, they can help get it to that number one spot, which will then increase its reach beyond because people go, Oh, what's this? And like the cover art is very provocative. I thought the guy did a great job with it. Mm -hmm. Um, trump taking a crap you know with his phone with the t- the constitution is the toilet paper
2: yeah i gotta make it the uh i'll try to make it the show art for this episode so you guys can see this this cover is amazing um and and that, I, I i give yeah.
1: credit if you if
2: you don't mind just giving credit
1: um you know
2: to the to the guy
1: who who made it i think i put it you know i i i tag him wherever i posted it so yeah. i forget his name off offhand right now but
2: okay yeah i'll uh, i'll try to look it up now but uh it's amazing artwork um yeah he did a really good job and i thought that just you know
1: making the artwork strong could also draw attention to the project you know because now people go wow that's really funny and provocative what is this about so anything you know these are these are the things you have to do to draw attention to it if you're not famous or don't have a big machine behind you it's just every piece of it has to be sort of attention grabbing
4: yeah that's right.
1: what the album's about. I think it's it's funny, you know, we hit on all the different topics throughout the, you know, throughout the album cuz it's supposed to be like every 8 days or 10 days he's just checking in while in the bathroom to give an update on what great things he's doing. So it kind of charts his first 100 days and throughout he's praising James Comey, which I thought was a little touch to just make it like, "Oh haha, now that we know what we know, we know that he's an idiot," but um yeah so that's that's it it's it's four, like i said it's 4.99 on itunes so we didn't want to make it we wanted to make it as en- enticing to people as possible like here's just imagine it as like a half hour special if trump was doing the half hour
2: right well i was gonna say uh one of the things too is uh the concept is something that you know people joke about a lot you like trump does all his tweeting at three in the morning probably while he's using the bathroom or something like that um and like the album has like flushes in it like it's like every right. every track is like him taking a shit and then uh hopping exactly. off and um <laughs> and then uh J- jl it your, your trump is scary good man it's like really good i think bar none of all the trump impressions i've heard is the best one mm-hmm. uh and you're right it is a compliment when people kind of feel like it's almost confusing because like this could be trump you know and it's almost it's almost like trump has done comedians a disservice by being so cartoonish uh because there's some of the stuff you say i'm like that could be a future thing trump says like that's not even that far from Mm -mm. what he believes um and it's almost hard to do parody of the dude because it's hard to come up with things that he really would be like okay that's too far that's what i want that's the line i won't draw right there But, uh, it's so good, man. I was laughing so hard, man. Uh, I really, I really oh, think this thing is gonna be, uh, a big deal, man, because, uh, like, one, I do want people to buy it, make it go number one, but mm-hmm. also just for your own, like, you know, uh, entertainment, because I don't really find a lot of Trump shit to be that funny, cause either it's like, too lighthearted, where it's like, right. yeah, okay, you, like, th- like, this is like, uh, how we treated George Bush. Where it's like, oh, I'm making a face, you know. It's like, no, he's more sinister than that, but he is buffoonish as well. So yes. it's like it's hard to get both at the same time. And I feel like uh, you really uh, captured it. And then you also have a, a kind of a diss track to the other Trump impersonators <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that uh, that, uh, that you that you feel that you're that you're that you're better than on the uh, on the. Well, how did that come about?
1: Well, it was. You know, while we were taught, while the kind of idea of doing like a, a, a 90s Death Row type album, that's why Aaron titled the track "Hit 'Em Trump, based on obviously Hit em Up, the Tupac diss track about Biggie. Because I just felt like rather than maybe people can read through the lines that I'm bitter, that I'm not sort of the Trump du jour. But I thought, well, I can do impressions of the other Trump impersonators, which is an easy way of proving that you're better than them. It's like, here, I'll show you mine. Then I'll show you yours in comparison so that you know it's not as good. Mm. And I thought it's a very meta way of doing it. Like I'm in character as Trump complimenting myself as an impersonator and then calling out other impersonators. So, like, you know, I was on it going, believe me, the only guy, J.L. Covan, is the premier Trump impressionist. Okay, he's the only one. You've got Alec Baldwin going, Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon, where's Steve Bannon? That's a bad impression. And then this guy on Comedy Central, Anthony Adirondack, is just walking around going, we're doing it. We're doing a great thing. This is my impression. I'm Donald Trump. And then I get excited and do this. And I thought, (laughs) nailing all three will just highlight what people have been listening to is not the best that's out there. Now, Mm -hmm. I do it through Trump to kind of give myself just a little artificial covering, Mm -hmm. but, you know
2: well i i, I found I'm really it calling them out i found it to be <laughs> right yeah i found it to be funny uh you know i, I did kind of think uh ball like i think the other thing too is uh he's such a sensationalistic person trump in general and the the tv loves him media loves him it's always something to talk about with the guy you go to any website now he's pretty much taking over uh whether it's just yep. even serious websites or joke websites it's like trump 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 Trump. Sure. here's some other news so uh it felt like everybody was just kind of scrambling for a guy to do a trump impression for a while there but um yeah. you know i think because of the scramble you know that we didn't get the quality that we necessarily uh you know uh that 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 people need but also too. um there's different elements of the dude to mock cause he's so mockable. Right. Like, Ender, what is his name? Adirondack? You called him Adirondack, but that's not his real name. <laughs> the dude from uh, yeah, Comedy Central, that show right. is good. Like they have a whole like thing behind the show. Like it's, you know, like they had some really meta skits and shit about like his, his motivations and what makes Trump sure. and like every, every week they're like breaking him down. And that dude is also not willing to be like, Completely buffoonish for a joke, which, uh, which works for some of the jokes they have. Um, but, right. but yeah, just impression for impression. I feel like, you know, you should be getting all the credit because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's times I was listening to the album, and I know I'm listening to you do the impression. I'm like, I catch myself getting mad a little bit. I'm like, fuck, what am I, that, this isn't him. I'm like, why
3: am I listening to this again? Yeah, I'm like, this <laughs> obviously isn't him.
2: He's talking about fucking jerry Kushner and shit. There's right. no way. This is Trump. Like, how did I just get like? uh I think you had a part where you talked about the uh, healthcare plan and the reaction before it goes through, and then the reaction when it falls through. And it's so it's so funny, but it's also so fucking him. That it's almost like you right, get it was mad. to the
1: point like within ten seconds, <laughs> he does a one eighty and starts ratting out everybody. Yeah, compliment, and he's like, "F this dude! How the f I'm gonna kill this dude? You're dead to me. You're garbage like that." Yeah, it was. It's, now it's. I know. Yeah. I'm just. When it comes to impressions, I'm like just like I have the Louis C.K. from a few years ago. Right. It's like when I get one, it's kind of a. Usually, it's a very holistic approach. Right. Like I get in the mind, I get the mannerisms, I get the voice. So it's a. It's a more complete impression experience.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and uh, it comes out tomorrow, the 21st. That's when they want you to buy, guys. Go ahead mm-hmm. and go on iTunes. Let's chart it at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'm going to say you – know, yeah.
1: uh, Sorry, hashtag fireside craps and hashtag Trump album. So yeah. Tweet about it if you're liking it. I know, Rod, you sometimes do this, and if other yeah. people want to, you know, you hear a funny joke while you're listening to it, tweet tweet the joke with a hashtag. You know, get – yeah. You know, it's it's obviously if you can't get it tomorrow, so be it. I'm not going to turn away the purchase, (laughs) right? But keep your fucking money. (laughs) I said the 21st. (laughs) Here's a refund, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and leave it. um,
2: Also, leave it five star reviews. Not on
1: iTunes, just to review it. You know, give it the give it the review on iTunes on on the 21st, even if you're not buying on the 21st. That's that's all.
2: Yeah, leave it five star Uh, reviews too, man. Like get in there and uh let's really support this album man because like i said it's funny as fuck and uh as far as i'm concerned man you had the best trump period you, you know thank you so, how do how is trump affecting you picking up other impressions though because i always feel like you watch so much tv you consume like you you watch you i'm, I'm pretty sure you watch is not as much uh more tv than i do um and you're always picking up like little shit from other here and there sure. but i feel like with trump it's kind of like He's so all encompassing. Like when I listen to your podcast and stuff, I feel like you pick up less impressions than you used to.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been, I haven't had an impression like this that's kind of dominated. And, and also with the album coming out, like it's been a, a big project. It's, it feels more like I'm, I'm an actor playing Trump in a <laughs> biopic than a comedian. Like Daniel Day Lewis, like the last six months, I have become Trump. Right. Um, right. And so it's, now, like, after this album, I sort of want to start, you know, just tinkering, like, working on my rock impression, mm. because I do want to try and do a rock versus Trump, like, presidential debate. Mm. Um, but, like, on the podcast today, I dusted off my Gary Busey and yep. TJ Miller. Just, to, that's usually what I like doing, like, and, and I feel like the Trump, Last week I tried to do a Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I used to do with no effort, right? And it was off. It was it was weird. It felt like I was taking a jump shot and I airballed it. And I'm like, What was that? Yeah. Um, Because if you think you're gonna come down here and tell me I can't do a Trump, you got another thing coming. (laughs) So it's it's I'm dusting off some of these. Ah! You know
4: the
1: the Gary Busey this morning. You know with T.J. Miller as his son. Like this is my son. This is my son tj miller who has the exact same teeth as me oh, Lord. Dad. dad don't do that dad <laughs> like i have to really hook the tj miller around the word dad i'm still struggling to expand it. but yeah i i want to sort of move past the trump right just, just because you know if this album blows up great right. if i if i get more opportunities to play trump great but i have to look at it realistically and say just like the louis ck just like my adam carolla just like right. other trumps that i've made a little bit of fame or notoriety off of it's just time to do the next one the rock might be the next one i i really try to work on because physically mm. at least if i get in shape i can you know they're not going to give that there's nobody at ucb who's gonna who's gonna rock. be a yeah. beige muscular good impersonator they no, that's a good point that's a good point and losers no i don't know what they that's
2: do a- <laughs> no that's a good point though um and then also um the rock uh people because the rock is like is thinking about gearing up for a uh presidential run or something like that. that's always the big yeah. rumor and my thing is like he would run as a republican so there's all these people that think they want the rock to run but they're but like we we, don't. we really don't i don't actually want to know what any of his politics are especially if he's running as a republican like that ruins the rock for me i like the Rock that we have now, is just a super jack dude that does 27 movies a year yep. and never says no to any opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, right. I prefer that, man. I don't want to know what he thinks about the right to choose. Nope. I don't want to know what he thinks about... Um, we, we discussed this, I think, on the movie podcast. Yeah.
1: Where I think with The Rock, the most disappointing thing is he will definitely be one of those dudes that like a guy like corolla i know yeah i don't like corolla i like corolla the comedian not corolla right. the political speech giver right but i think a guy like corolla will love the sort of terry cruz and R- dwayne johnson hey you just got to pull yourself up it's right. about putting in the effort and of course effort those are good lessons mm-hmm. but not everybody's six five with an eight pack benching Mm. 450 pounds like it's this idea that oh terry cruz if not for your work ethic you would have never been anything let's be honest you're a little bit blessed just like lebron james works harder at basketball than i ever did right but he also did start with a god-given blessed frame to start from yeah and it's that idea that only hard work it's and i feel like the rock might be one of those guys because you know he struggled. He had some struggles after yeah. college football trying to make it as a wrestler, but like you know still yeah. it's it's not a lesson that can be applied to every cashier at a at a Walgreens. Like mm-hmm. the only thing stopping you from being CEO of Walgreens is work ethic.
2: Yeah, also right. I I just don't wanna know. Yeah. But <laughs> like, there's there's fucking people that are Democrats that are on quote unquote my side and I still don't want to know their politics. So I'm just like jeez, right. dude, you're getting pretty fucking annoying every time you know it's like when's bono gonna sing you know like you you know it's like that kind of shit you're like i don't know that sean Penn is necessarily a good or a bad person what i do know is every fucking time i see sean penn he's doing some type of other like i'm going to haiti i'm going down to new orleans i'm going i'm like your movies aren't even good anymore dude like let's let's get back to making some good movies and then we can get back to you being uh you know some type of uh you know charitable person brad pitt is now one of those people where it's like, he has a bunch of causes, but every time I go see a Brad Pitt movie, I walk out like, "Motherfucker, stop helping the kids and start helping yourself to these scripts. But I will tell you, behind the scenes, Brad Pitt
1: has a roster of black movies that he, like, I was joking with Chris Lambert. he showed me that, like, a Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Coogler movie, Mm -hmm. but it said, produced by Brad Pitt, and I said, Wow, Brad Pitt is changing black cinema. Yeah. Um, cuz he did 12 Years a Slave. Yep. Did he do Was he part of Moonlight or or like I forget. There was, sure. there was there was there's like three different movies he's been like a producer. Like mm-hmm. not high profile, but that he's like funded Yeah. some of the, some big movies.
2: I know 12 Years a Slave was, but that's cuz he was in it. I remember that being yeah. like, yeah. what the fuck is he doing? Oh yeah, somebody somebody in the chat said he produced moonlight
3: <laughs> yeah
2: executive producer yeah he'll be man like wow. uh but yeah like super woke dude but when i go see a I i saw it in the netflix trailer for his new shit i was like come on brad say save some scripts oh, yeah, for no, yourself I'm bro save stupid. some scripts for you you don't have to give them all the way to the black people okay all right i don't need to see world war z <laughs> too. i also no, can't no. i also couldn't believe he was actually on the jim jeffrey show when i i was like chain i was like yeah. recording uh what was i recording uh the daily show i was recording a daily show and then right. fucking i see brad pitt on the jim jeffrey show i was like what the fuck are you doing slumming with this dude you know Get i brad feel like pitt. hollywood actors like to have that
1: one comedian friend to keep them real yeah you know like like i bet you i bet you what's his name the dude from mad men john Hamm. you can mm. tell he wishes he was a comedian yeah i guarantee you he has comedy friends because he's always yeah. like popping up in little comedy roles like with tina fey and stuff
2: that's a good point man i yeah well i saw him on that i don't know man I, I i don't think i'm this jim jeffrey thing isn't for me so so i was just, like when i see his commercials it's all like i just made a joke about rape huh and like all right dog good good luck like i don't I guess, I like don't <laughs> like shouldn't it have to be funny or is that the whole joke is that you're making jokes that other joke, people don't normally make out of quote unquote good taste but like, the, the joke should also, like, a function of the joke should also be that I laughed at the joke as opposed to you being like, it's a magic trick. Like, did that offend you? Like, not really, but also I didn't laugh, so I can't really give you any credit, right. dude. See, I watched, the thing about the Jim Jeffries show that
1: I find weird is because I watched a special of his from 2016 that I mm. really liked. Yeah. Um, and I don't line up with him on everything, obviously, right. but, um, i found it weird that he has a comedy central show because he he seems more like somebody who would have been showtime or hbo because he's pretty vulgar yeah so it's like i feel like he's in this sort of limbo of like here i am you know i'm more vulgar so but here's kind of just an australian doing his version of the daily show
2: yeah, yeah, it's not—it's like it's not, it's yeah. not
1: original enough, and I don't know if I blame him. But it feels like they just wanted to get his name right on a show. But it—it's not. I don't know that it's necessarily like the best. You know, yeah, it doesn't. For him.
2: It doesn't fit with anything on the network necessarily. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I guess they're. I don't know i feel like if i'm gonna get offended i just need the jokes to be crafted better that's all like i like it i don't like i'm not one of those people that really gets offended by comedy although i do understand those people exist and that's their prerogative or whatever i'm not really one of those people but you gotta like like be funny and then i'm more like you know okay so he said nigger but it was he said it funny you know as opposed to just like you can't even joke about it he seems like the nightmare that when bloggers get go to a comedy show and they write about that comedian not being funny, that's he seems like that dude, like the one where they're like, mm-hmm. he didn't even have jokes. He just really went up there and was like, Rate, rape, rape, rape. And, and and then you know how when you're reading on the internet, you're like, no one, no, no he did. There's no way that course. happened. That's not right. even fucking funny. What what comedian would do that? But he's like the dude where you're like, oh, he does think the joke is that you're mad. So I don't know what to say. I, I like Tosh. More right. than that, you know. um You know, I, I w- wish
1: Tosh would do more comedy. Like I wish yeah. he would. I wish that he could just pry himself away from his ten million dollars a year and just <sighs> like really go back to full stand up. Now but it geez- was
2: it was over for him that time. He apologized because I was like, oh yeah, the money good. I would. I mean, I'm not even knocking him for apologizing. I'm just saying like. Right. I know oh, they're paying him. I mean, he gets paid.
1: He must be. I think he's got to be the highest paid person on that network. Gotta
2: be, man. By, gotta by be a good
1: margin. I think he makes eight figures a year. Like I don't know if it's ten yeah. or fifteen a year. But he's getting like a mid-level MBA ex- exception. Every and when year. it when is that fucking show
2: ever off? I swear to God, it's, on it's all year round. It's like there's no break. Like I like you I might take him off for two off
3: this new season.
2: Yeah, like sometimes yeah. I'll see the I'll see in that like because I don't really, like I can't even keep up anymore. Like I can't watch it like I used to. But he'll be like, well, that's it for this season, guys. We'll be back, and then it's like they're back, but it's like August. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You just left in July wrapping yeah, up season like 12 Three
1: seasons a year yeah
2: it's yeah that's why he's making all that money but yeah it's yeah he's kind of got to the point where just they play clips and then he makes like a they do a sketch and then he does but a i keep jokes. thinking i'm gonna get bored of the show and then yeah. i watch
1: and i go he's really funny he <laughs> like, is yeah,
2: dog he's one of those people where uh i have to nod my head when i'm like problematic but funny what, what do y'all want me to say yeah like <laughs> if i'm laughing i mean They're comedians got one job too comedian got one job it's not to do a ted talk it's not to be a good person Mm -mm. it's just to make me laugh it's
3: not to have morals just to make me laugh they made he made
2: uh, me i like i would love to join the brigade guys i know a lot of people are like i don't find them funny and they always tell you when you say you enjoy something it's always that to come out and be like I just don't find him funny. I'm like I, I don't know. I'm not he taking back my he laughs. Is he is. We so the impact.
3: <laughs> yeah, because like I said, the job is simple. Either I'm laughing and I'm not, and I'm open to laughing at any and everything. Yeah. And I I'm not a comedian, but me as a fan, yeah. I like like I understand the, the concept and how it's presented. And I think the the presentation is all that makes the difference and but one more thing before we move on. JL, I wanna tell you I love you on playable characters. I went back and I finally listened to it and I was like, Oh my god, this is
4: hilarious
2: Yeah, there's a there's oh, a podcast. Sure. I brought it up before on this show, but uh and I can't uh recommend it enough, but it's called Playable Characters. Mm-hmm. It's these three dudes that interview different video game characters yes. every every week. And the video game characters are normally played by comedians who are basically doing a character. Um, like, I just listened to the one where uh, they interviewed the Smash bro. Wait. Wasn't it Super Smash... So smash tv they the smash yeah. tv robot host and it yes. was really good that was they've interviewed like princess peach and shit like yes. that like they do a bunch they of They
3: interviewed mario's brother yeah wario yeah, yeah not
2: wario not it wario. was like andrew my friend,
1: my friend john moses is on this week and i haven't listened to it yet but yeah. he plays laura croft's surgeon surgeon yeah wow,
2: so like it's gonna be good they have some really funny unique concepts yeah, but, they, what was
3: it the uh, king hippo uh
2: king hippo the no, they didn't have him yet. They had um Glass Joe, uh Glass Joe. Yeah, oh, I, t-
1: I gotta tell Brian that you guys are fans. That's that's very cool. Oh
2: yeah, we're big uh, fans, dog. Yes. That, we love that show. It's so funny, man. Are
1: yes. you connected to any of those guys on social media? No, nah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know them.
2: I just don't know. Yeah,
1: I just, I just enjoyed you on the tapestry. show. It's a it's a black guy, an Asian guy, and a white guy. Oh, for
2: real, good for them, yeah, man.
3: I didn't know the races. I just knew it was funny. No they got that whole
2: no. they got that whole Neapolitan thing going.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that love video games, you're going to have a good time because yeah. it's all types of flashbacks and, and some of the most popular video Inside games. Jokes. Right, some of the, they, and sometimes they interview some of the side characters and they'll talk right. about the main characters and they're working relationships and it is hilarious yeah
2: i don't want to spoil anything but jail go listen to episode one jails on there is king uh cooper yes there's a
1: reason there's a reason they put me on right
2: yeah just trust me it's so
3: you're gonna gonna love it
2: like i like i i i listened to it twice because i listened to it by myself and i wait for karen to get in the car it was like you have to fucking hear this yes uh, and we listened so together good.
3: and i hollered the whole time it was so much fun
2: all right all right all right so listen right. if you learn nothing else from this far in the show fireside craps mm-hmm. the donald trump album you gotta go get this it. by jl covan uh i'll have it in the uh show notes but make sure you guys go get it man because uh uh we want to support jl man it's it's and it's extremely funny i from i'm like no offense to anybody doing a trump impression it's so hard for me to laugh at shit about trump it's so hard i am i always just end up getting mad again when i'm like you motherfuckers y'all really thought this was okay but like jl does a good job of catching the things that that makes him funny but at the same time without like kind of letting him off the hook is like it's just silly guys like no it's also really fucked up you know when i see stuff um Like I don't, like I share a lot of news articles, but there's certain shit I don't even share because like Twitter really made a lot of jokes off of Cunn Fifi, the typo by Trump. And I'm like, that's not really, that's actually kind of sad for the country that we have a person in office that would do that. And that's
3: number one trending thing. We
2: have a bunch of dummies that just think that that's funny more so than what the fuck is this guy doing at being in office, you know? um but i understand people process with humor differently and i just mm-hmm. i'm just not there yet with trump but yeah yeah but this album i was there like i was laughing my ass off the whole time so yeah um all right we can get yeah. into some news
1: some side piece just walked by i'm sorry Oh, about yes. that. no hey, problem baby i
2: seen somebody go across behind you mm-hmm. that's what i'm talking about it, it looked like cookie i
4: know
3: that 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 show wasn't cookie uh, when i'm yelling when i'm yelling
1: a cookie for doing something bad during the podcast it's really my girlfriend
3: how
2: now stop how chewing okay. the wire stop chewing the wire <laughs> how is uh how does your girlfriend handle you making all these jokes about women and shit during your podcast and stand-up and stuff does she just like roll eyes oh, no, she, she knows she knows her place oh okay okay <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all oh.
1: that's that, that's it <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: She closed. She, she apparently just
1: looked at me with more anger <laughs> than she looked at me in two years. Yeah, I feel <laughs> she like doesn't you know what's being said. Right? She just
4: heard, <laughs>
0: oh, so, oh, she can't hear you know, us. Just, oh,
1: she's, here's why me me and my girlfriend get along so well because I am volatile and she is calm. She's just mm. she's she's easygoing and calm, so nothing gets her rattled. So she knows it's all jokes. Mm. Uh, so she's you know. Yeah, it's, she gotta she's be, got a, she's I, got a great temperament to deal with somebody like me.
2: Yeah, I figure she has to be really secure. Cause it's like, you know, like that's kind of your brand. You're going to always make jokes. Uh, and I'm, and I'm like, you gotta like how, cause I've always listened to the show and sometimes you'll be like, yeah, she's in here right now. And I'm always like, well, I guess the, these jokes are over. And it's like, nope, he's doing them. He's still doing them. Okay. <laughs> nope, she won't stop these jokes. Right. She going to get these jokes. Um, all right. So let's get to, uh, I guess I should intro the show. This is a blackout test. Find ah! us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Search the blackout test. Leave us five star views. We appreciate that. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the Taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Um, and we just got to get right into news. There's all kinds of news going on. It is. Uh, Can I ask you guys a quick
1: question? Because yes, I talked sir. about it last week. Mm-hmm. I'm having, and I know, I, I know you've talked about it and and posted a lot about it. But me and my brother, actually, mm. we're very we're very close to the boycott the NFL. Mm. Uh, because I'm even looking at, like, uh, Amazon has this show, uh, All or Nothing, and they did a really good first season on the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So I was looking forward to that show. It's kind of like Hard Knocks, except they cover the whole season yeah. instead of the preseason. And I'm just sitting there going, do I watch this when it goes up at the end of the month? Because I almost don't want to give the NFL any – views Mm. streaming anything because i do think it is an absolute disgrace here's what's going on with
2: kaepernick and i don't think it's close here's my take there's two two things you gotta know about me one i never boycott anything i never have and i never i probably never will mostly because a a boycott implies some type of moral imperative to entertainment that i don't believe in um Uh Like, it's, it's why and how I can watch a show that's offensive and I don't agree with it, but I'm still like, yeah, but that, it entertain me, right? Um, right? So that's number one. Like, I never boycott anything. I just, the only, the only way that I end up, like, not doing something is it's just not fun anymore. So that's not really a moral thing because, like, I could act high-minded about it. But the truth of right. the matter is it's not good anymore, which is why I'm really not. Like, uh, last year, for example, there was the uh, Nate Parker movie. About Nat Turner. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Right. There's so many people that are like, I'm not watching it because this, this, and this, and this. And I'm like, I feel y'all on that. I'm not watching it because now nobody else is watching it. Mm -hmm. And if I watch it, I have to fucking explain 17 different ways why it's, I'm watching it, but I don't really. And I'm like, that's not really a fun experience. Like, Mm -hmm. when I go to the movies, I want to have fun. I want to get out. I want to talk to my friends about it. I want to, like, I don't want to fucking debate the morals of, uh, a, a rape that occurred in this dude's, uh, past and, and it, it, and, uh, what, like, what that means for his future and if he, can, and how does being black affect, like, none of that is fun. Zero percent of that is fun attached to a movie. I wouldn't watch Transformers if that's what the fuck happened when I walked out of Transformers. Like, you know, Michael Bay raped them women. I'd be like, god damn, I, fuck Transformers now. So, so number one, I don't pretend that it's high moral shit when I don't watch something. It's always just some, like, I couldn't handle the bullshit. The second part of it is, I would feel a little hypocritical that I sat through all the other racism, bullshit, abuse, and then was like, and now I'm done because it got to me, the black guy. Uh when it, was, <laughs> when it was you women getting hit upside the head, didn't give a fuck. When they was covering up concussions, I was just enjoying the game. When it was racial shit like with celebrations and the penalties they put on the players and motherfuckers getting a, like all that shit. Didn't give a fuck about it. Adrian Peterson beat the black off his kid. Who cares? He's on the cover of Madden. Then they get the my special one, one issue. And I'm like, as a black man, I just don't see how we can do this. So I don't, like, I don't think that I will morally boycott it. Um, like that. Okay. So here's the third thing though. And this is what I said last year with the Kaepernick shit. Remember those articles? Is Kaepernick making the ratings of the NFL go down? People don't want to watch because he's kneeling. No, 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 no. And me and Justin had a big argument about this on Balls Deep. The product's not as good as it used to be.
3: No, it's not.
2: So now it's easy to be like, I'm boycotting. It's just not good. Like if it was good mm-hmm. football, sure. I think people would be like, I'm gonna watch. It's over But we right, we have football Sunday, Monday, Monday thir- sa- Sunday, and, uh, and I mean, th- I'm sorry, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, 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 and then later in the season sunday monday thursday saturday right you know and then like when it starts it's like it's not when it starts it's so fucked up it's like sunday all day of course sunday night two games on monday a fucking thursday game that kicks off the season and if you play fancy football it's almost hard to keep up right with with like the shit so it's like it's so oversaturated the product the the amount of times they played no fucking human being can play NFL football on a fucking Sunday and turn around three days later and put their body through that shit again and have both of those games be good Mm -hmm. so it's like the product sucks and now I feel like everybody's kind of high minded Because of product, you know, like my morals won't let me watch Kaepernick. It's like, is it your morals dog or is it that it's Cleveland versus Cincinnati on Thursday night? And
3: nobody wants to watch Half the roster's
2: fucking injured. Uh, and you just don't want to watch it. Like there's other things to TV is better than ever now. Yeah.
3: TV is better. Like I
2: think you got Netflix, Hulu, fucking Amazon, Amazon. uh, cable, cable shows that just used to never have like Mm -hmm. fucking now. Like there's just so much more to do to compete for that. Your eyeballs, right? It's easy to pretend to be high high morals about it but i don't think anybody's really that highly moral it's to me as akin to being like i'm boycotting chick-fil-a after chick-fil-a switches up the fucking recipe like yeah of course we all are boycotting this shit now it fucking sucks you know uh-huh. what i mean but when when the shit was delicious it was hard to be like well you know i mean they're homophobic but the fucking the, the waffle fries are good you Didn't know they, did they change their formula not yet no no not but i'm yet. saying if they, i'll be the first to okay. know but yeah not if then. they so oh they'd be out of business because i know. was about to i was about to start protesting yeah if Chick-fil-A. you now that's something i boycott if you've been into a chick-fil-a sandwich and it tastes like a kfc sandwich they'd be out of business in a week oh, I that shit and I every, everybody would suddenly start being like it's because of homophobia it's like no motherfucker mm-hmm. that shit don't taste good right that's the difference so uh all that to say like i don't think i would consciously boycott the nfl i just right. feel like If nobody I knew was really watching anymore, or anytime you say like, "Yeah, I watched that game," and then they go, "Well, you know, didn't it really hypocritical because racism and shit?" Then I probably would stop watching because I'm just like, I don't want to. That's not what I want to talk about when I watch a football game. I want to talk about, you know, football shit. So that's that would come down to me, Karen. I did not know what you want to say. Mm
4: -hmm, Go ahead.
2: Oh, that was it. Then I have to.
1: You've made me think, though. I, I realize what it is is probably colin kaepernick as a as a talented biracial outspoken person not getting work <laughs> the nfl might as well have just said and we're also not hiring jl
2: yeah you should <laughs> you should go to saturday night live but then just take a knee like don't don't don't, don't like don't don't try to, to to act at all just go on the stage and take a a single knee or We you can be like god damn that makes all the sense so I said
1: What I said on my podcast last week, and I'm going to try this on the road, although my next big road work is in Richmond, Virginia, so I'm a little scared to try it there, if I'm being honest. But I want to have the audience stand in the m- middle of my set and have the DJ play the Star Spangled Banner and just start yelling at people to get up. <laughs> and I'll be like, what, do you hate America? right i'm trying to be patriotic i know it's a comedy show but are you saying we can't show love for the troops as well right laugh. and then i'll say feel free to sit if you don't agree with me but then i'm gonna tell the club not to ever let you back in here <laughs> yeah i feel like the um I, I feel like i might get some people angry over that
2: yeah I, yeah I feel like um a lot of times people underestimate my dim view of humanity because i legitimately think most people just ain't shit like whether good bad indifferent whatever like most of us are very simple creatures and we like espouse all this high-mindedness to shit that's just like normal and just the same way that people say they don't watch espn because it's it's liberal media and shit and you're like "Is, is that why you don't watch or is it just fucking there's 17 sports centers a day. There's 14 shows that aren't sports center, but then they cover the same topics as sports centers mm-hmm. with different personalities every half hour. And you like it, then there's like Fox Sports is coming up, and then there's fucking the internet now. So you like now ESPN can't break something before Twitter can break something. Like it's Girl just gank. it's easy to to act high minded, but you're not high minded. If if we went back to sports centers, sports centers the only place you get your sports news your punk ass would be sitting down watching Sports Center. If the NFL was the only thing to watch on a Thursday night, that's what the fuck you'd be watching. But it's too much. there's too much shit to watch on a Thursday night. I, I don't even remember TV. the last time I watched an NFL game. Like, sat down, didn't flip to Walking Dead and come back, didn't flip to Game of Thrones and come back didn't flip to whatever with, scandal
3: when watching red zone you know red zone on the show touchdown so we don't see them games right
2: like I don't do any of that shit so I don't even know what my eyeballs missing would do other than give me some shit to talk about on social media like I'm such a brave activist that gave up watching this fucking uh, mediocre sport at this point so no I'm not Well, I gave out. up the
1: WNBA and if I can do that <laughs> I can get up the NFL so yeah. <laughs>
2: I remember you gave up the WNBA, uh, to boycott, uh, um, uh, Gino Oriyama and the way that he talks to his ladies in college. It was just yeah, a- Yeah, too much mansplaining. Too much mansplaining. This is a complete, uh, <laughs> complete whitewashing of all women's basketball. Uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't even, like I said, I wish people, I don't know, that's probably too real for most folks to, to be able to like look at themselves and be like, yeah, it's just not good. Like, no one wants to come it, off of that. It just be cause like... Because
3: it, it ain't. And yeah. <laughs> also, they shoot themselves because not only are they showing it more when um social media, mm-hmm. you have phone apps, you got Red Zone, you have live streaming. So you have other things that take it away from actually physically sitting at home yeah. or physically going to the bar. So a lot of people still do fantasy football. Right. They don't even watch the fucking sports
2: yeah yeah and even red zone fell off because of the oversaturation right it used to be red zone was showing you fucking like if there's uh what 16 games a week or whatever the fuck they are like then red zone was showing you fucking uh 14 of them now red zone showing you like fucking 10 because everybody has extra bye weeks because they had to spread those shits out right uh then you got somebody playing monday then you got somebody playing thursday you got somebody playing sunday night it's just less and less product for your money so yeah it is just it is what it is man i don't uh if i don't watch it won't be about calling it'll just be about the fact that the shit's not good you know and if i do watch it'll just be because uh you know i'm interested in keeping up with this shit for probably uh ballsy sports our podcast or something like that because i haven't been watching it religiously for a long time at this point
3: yeah you're the only one with stats and statistics you know
2: barely i don't even have it like i used to
3: yeah me and justin mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. y'all know why we came in and waiting for the numbers
2: Mm -hmm. all right um carrie fisher died of sleep apnea and other mm -hmm. undetermined factors and a cocktail of drugs found in her system which uh when i read that that headline i was like or as the police call it a good reason to kill a black person uh yeah yeah justifiable homicides police call it uh but yeah she um everybody found this out and then i saw a lot of people being like you know uh don't make jokes about it don't uh don't uh go don't like don't no need to 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 try to you know bring down her legacy because of this shit and all that um but i saw jl coven posted about on facebook where he was like um I see a lot of people saying not to make jokes about it, but I haven't seen zero jokes about it. And that was the same experience. I didn't actually see someone mocking either. her death mm-hmm. at all. How can
1: you, you better, you better show some respect. I'm tired of seeing all this disrespect to Carrie Fisher. I'm like, huh? Yeah. It I, was nothing. I didn't I did see 58 jokes. 58 warnings about what'll happen <laughs> if I, if I, if I, if I lecture her about right. drug abuse and if I don't respect her. The pain of addiction i'm like all right well that's 60 of those posts and i have yet to see anybody disrespecting her addiction
2: yeah i hope it's just because uh, i've curated my feed or something because i don't know who like what's the joke there you know what i mean like she's 60 and she well, died like from said... fucking with drugs i'm sorry yeah go ahead
1: like i wrote to, i wrote on uh um randolph's uh feed that what i did notice is that and this, you know, I'm not an insomnia uh, insomniac like Randolph. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I stop short of of his his level of wokeness. <laughs> but uh, I did notice when Whitney Houston died,
4: mm.
1: I saw multiple. Um, mm. Why are we honoring this woman who, w- like, an anger at her wasting her tent? Yeah, I and that seems that. to always be the response. And you could compare <clears throat> Riley Cooper and Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. It's the same treatment of like two people do the same thing. Right. The black person gets treated like they wasted this gift, mm-hmm. like they 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 squandered it and and didn't respect what they had. Whereas the white person, it's like ah, you know what? It's a time we had, it was wrong. It's sad, but it's a time for reflection. It's a time for change. It's a time to explore what went wrong. Whereas the white person, it's almost like they treat it like they were handed something. And didn't take care of it and now need to be punished or scolded. Mm. And it, it is a theme I see <clears> repeating. And I'm not, and I'm not going to act like I saw 500 posts about Whitney Houston, right. but, but I saw but multiple yeah. posts. I, and didn't I didn't see anybody I, saying Carrie Fisher. Everybody was out in front going, you better
2: not disrespect Carrie
1: Fisher. I didn't just, a I didn't just a see
2: it. I had this yeah. was back when I had white friends. I remember one of them I had to like, I was like, dude, I've seen you high as fuck. What are you doing like like he was like you know it's just a shame to waste of talent and being a fucking drug addict and what i was like one uh you don't know who if anyone on this in this little group of people you don't know any of us that have struggled drug addiction with that we that have ring. people in our family that deal with drug addiction that's one but then number two um you get high all the time what the fuck are you talking about you know so it's that kind of thing too um and if you were on randolph's page this is my impression of randolph's page okay this is yeah. a, you guys ready That's a, that's my impression because he's never sleep. Okay, his alarm clock, <laughs> his alarm clock. Is I, going I'm, just, I'm
1: just waiting for a roast. I will go to DC, pay my own way. If there's ever a birthday roast of <laughs> Red like he will blow, somebody will blow out candles on his birthday cake, and he'll go. I'm not supposed to be afraid. That can't be me. Somebody (laughs) might snuff out my candle when I'm out in these streets. Are you going to tell me I'm supposed to just walk around like somebody's not going to blow out my life candle? Like that can't happen?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. I don't
1: mean to make light of it because he's always talking about, you know, usually it's serious things. But every so often, every like 10th thing he'll post, I almost want to write, I feel you. I know what you're talking about. But that's not going to happen to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That one you don't have to worry about that one. I don't need to it. that's that's you're okay on that one.
2: Uh no, okay. I, that, that dude uh cuz cuz the other thing is like he's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. But like the the Facebook post, the Facebook page is like one out of every 57 is a joke.
4: Yeah. It's like me and
2: Princessa doing this, da-da-da. Yes. But then, like, the other 56 is like, these the, motherfucking I white know. people.
3: The, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the most of Randolph's posts. Conspiracy brother. Right. Most of his posts, I hear, what you ain't going to do. He don't have right. to in there, but I'm assuming the claps are implied between the typing. Or he waits till he types, and then he claps at the end, and there's a fist pump at the end, and hit the inner button.
2: Yeah, it's just like, wow. every, like, like it'll be like uh police officers get away with killing somebody. and It's just like retraining, huh? Like it's not a joke, <laughs> but, 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 but like I'm only laughing because I know Randolph and I know like his thing about police retraining. But also I'm like, yeah, that's you know, like it's I don't disagree. Right,
3: right, I know I disagree. It's but hilarious. yeah, you're
2: not gonna see to me like every once in a while he'll be like. I post a picture of my daughter. It gets 100 likes. I'm like, because we just happy for you that right. there's it's it's some gracious. relief, you know? Like, it's some relief in your life. You don't have to be be about this shit all the time because it is uh, it's stressful, man. But, yeah, she dead. Um, what, ha-
1: what happens when his daughter dates a white cop when she's older? Oh,
2: God. I don't think she'll be that rebellious. <laughs>
1: That's gonna be, that's gonna be know. one of those, guess who's coming, guess who's coming to dinner? The 20, the 2029 version? Yeah.
2: Didn't they, ah! did they try that with Ashton Cush- Cusher and, uh, Bernie Mac or something? Didn't they try something like that? Oh. It looked terrible. I may have, re- I may have repressed that in my movie. Yeah. Memory. Ah! I mean, I don't know if he was a cop. I said, yes, they did. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I just immediately was like, come on, man uh <laughs> certain shit don't work like did, did bernie Mac had the systemic supremacy behind him or no oh no okay well i'm not watching it uh let's see what else we got here in the news oh how about this one guys some comedy news all right okay it's so making this rounds around the comedy circuit there's uh seven degrees separation all up in here because uh everybody in this podcast is affected by it. comedian eliza schlesinger uh. Went at the female comics and got hell for it. Now, and Karen, you think you don't know who she is? I
3: about to ask you, who is that?
2: Karen never knows who these white women are.
3: Mm-mm. He showed me pictures. I'll be <laughs> like, oh, I know who that white woman is. Well, don't say the name. I'll Might as
2: well be like, white people news. Right? Well, uh, she is a comedian. We saw her before. Okay. When we went to see JL Covan, JL was the middle act for her.
3: Okay. Okay. And she closed,
2: right? Right. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. Okay. okay I know so who that so is. So you remember now. Yes.
2: All right. Well, she just did a recent interview, because, uh, you know, she's kind of big time and stuff. Uh and got she's very funny. Several TV specials, mm-hmm. big theater tours uh, under her belt, a new show on Freeform. But she kicked the hornet's nest during the interview with Deadline. Uh, she says, as a comedian, I have a set of morals. I have a specific point of view. I think a lot of what I see out there, at in comedy clubs, watching contests, watching TV, watching movies, gathering data from different matrixes. <laughs> sorry, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> you ever just be gathering data from different matrices when y'all be looking at comedy in the club? Like, oh, let me, that goes in this matrix over here. Um, she says, "Well, you're a woman, and yeah, she's, in- she's, she's 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 into the analytics,
1: yeah. the analytics of comedy. She's she's the Golden State Warriors of comedy.
2: She's the Daryl Morey of, Morey of comedy, is what I'm she's saying. Only shooting corner threes in her comedy.
3: <laughs> that's it."
2: as a she says uh when you're a woman in comedy you get a break people get so excited about it but while we have to work hard to get their attention uh i do think many women think oh if i just act like a guy if i go for that low-hanging fruit everything's about sex or how weird i am it's all just kinds of running together um it was weird though because when we funny. saw her act it was kind of like you know it was a little kind of sex stuff like it to, it didn't feel like it was so like cerebral and i'm um, stepping she away she does from... a lot of
1: i think what she does is she does a lot of making fun of women mm. that she doesn't like and then kind of considers that like on another level like yeah like she'll talk about women being dumb or being into got like doing this and that but like in her mind i guess she's like i'm not doing that i'm talking
2: about them doing that yeah it's just weird though because like I remember that. She was it.
1: good. I was very oh, yeah. surprised. We laughed. She hadn't always her specials hadn't been all that great up mm. until then. But like I watched her and I had friends online going, Oh, is she terrible? And I was like, You want me to be honest? No. Right. Yeah. Like and I, I th- thought she was very strong in that that week in uh in Raleigh. Yeah. Other than me and the MC having to babysit her dog in the green room <laughs> the <whole
3: week. laughs> Jail, I'm not going That's gonna... a true
1: story. That is not me making a joke.
3: <laughs> I know. That is not me making a
4: joke.
3: I'm going to tell you right now, when we went to go see y'all, see you, because we were coming to see you, and right. we was like, we didn't know who these other people was, and we was like, oh, Jail ain't closing out. Everybody folded their arms and go, we don't know who she is, but she better be funny. Like, everybody had their arms folded for her. Like,
2: sure.
3: we don't see in Jail. like, bitch, you better make us laugh. <laughs>
2: yeah and, you, uh, and yeah and, and she was funny and like she I, was hilarious once again i can't take back them laughs y'all no i know i know that doesn't fit with the uh, narrative i'm
3: sorry but it's one of them things where i was like i came for the star of the show so everybody there, everything all the other jokes was bonus
2: yeah like i love to uh, fit with the uh she ain't funny not nah, that shit but she was funny to me
3: Yeah, she was funny
2: um mm-hmm. so but uh but I, but her act to me didn't seem so anti, like, it didn't seem so like, oh, because no other woman could make, would, is making these type of jokes or other women comics aren't. To me, it was like a lot of the stuff was still kind of women comic shit, um, or when she's in this quote saying that trying to, women think trying to act like a guy is blah, blah, blah. She was kind of doing oh, her very, like a guy. Very
1: masculine.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like She might not have been going like, look at my pussy, but she was doing very much like, I'm a guy's gal type of comedy. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, uh, bitches love pumpkin spice. And, you know, uh, women always do like this kind of shit in relationships, that kind of thing. Where I was like, yeah, I've seen a lot of men make those kind of jokes, but now it's a woman making those jokes, but it didn't. So when she says this part earlier about how these women just think you need to act like a guy, I'm like, I thought that's kind of what you were doing uh oh I could, yeah no she yeah.
1: has uh there's a there's a feedback i'm getting like a an echo. oh
2: okay refresh real quick uh if you're getting an echo and it should go away when you come back yeah just hit the refresh you'll come right back on screen yeah but um yeah like it wasn't anything uh to me that was that groundbreaking i thought it was funny but mm-hmm. i think you know when i was when we watched i was kind of like oh yeah this you know this is like uh, the black comedian that makes jokes about don't black people be doing blankety blank, you know? Uh, go ahead, uh, Um Shucks, what was I going to say? I, I already forgot what I was going to okay. say. Okay, all right, I'll read the last part of Quo. <laughs> I could walk into the improv, close my eyes, I can't tell one girl's act apart from another. That's not saying that 30-something white guys don't all sound the same sometimes, but I'm banging my head against the wall because women want to be treated as equals and we want feminism to be a thing, but it's really... Oh, oh, that. You
4: can't say that.
2: But it's really mm-hmm. difficult when every woman makes the same point about her vagina over and over. I think I'm the only woman out there that has a joke about World War II in my set. Okay. Uh, I think... <laughs>
3: yeah, that got to make you special. I mean, because... You know, and, and I think the thing about uh, making jokes about vagina, I I got one so I got the right to make as many jokes about my vagina as I want to. You know how many fucking dick jokes I hear? God damn it, you're gonna hear about these pussies and ovaries because they mine and I can Also, is it. Also,
2: isn't true equality that women would be able to, to be like, there would be a bunch of mediocre women just like, you know, how like, we'll get to it in a second. I'm gonna make another point about this later, but media like equality isn't i walked into a room every woman comic was excellent and all their jokes were different from the next person that's that's not equality like because because the default is when when there's a, a spot when there's 10 spots and it's filled by uh seven white dudes a black person a woman and somebody on the lgbtq spectrum we don't go with well, those seven white dudes they better sound they don't sound nothing like each other we're like some of them white dudes gonna just talk about the same shit yes, but if are. it's funny then i'm laughing seven times correct if it's funny it should be that way for everybody right. so if it's seven women and it's seven times it's diff it's fucking funny whether are similar themes or not then that's the end of it so it's like you raise the bar on everyone that's not a white dude indirectly by being like Oh no, I'm so special. These other bitches ain't shit, and these white men. Well, hey, that's just what it is. Like, nah, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And, and my biggest thing, all jokes aside, is that feminism. You can't say that. It's a lot of women that feel like I should be able to joke about whatever the fuck I want to joke about. If if I make my jokes and I sound like a man, that's just me. If I make my jokes and I talk about you know getting my toes pedicured, to manicure that's you know that's just me and that's part of feminism too because you also are smacking feminism because there are a lot of female comedians that actually joke about feminism
2: this is how this is exactly how i feel i can only imagine that for women but this is how i feel when i see black celebrities that come out and say like i just think all lives matter where you're like what, what wait a minute dog what, what are you doing what, what are you doing like do we have do, <laughs> like what point do black people are black celebrities always get to this point where they have that interview with some white publication where they're like i just feel like you know we should just not concentrate on race and all lives matter to me i remember kevin hart did it last year and i'm like what what are you doing dog you don't have to do that you and already make it right Didn't anthony anthony mackie anthony did, it? did it uh tlc just did it like there's always this point where you're like, well, did you overthink it? Were you just, were you trying to impress the interviewer? Or like, were you sitting across, was she sitting across from a dude? And uh, was she, or was, did she walk in thinking this? Like, I'm going to fucking rock this interview. I have to say something profound. And the most profound thing I can do is to back up uh, the patriarchy of society. It's the same way that a lot of black people feel like the most profound thing I can say is that white people are actually right. Black people don't they're not good like actually we do stuff <laughs> that we we need to do better not terrible yeah it's always like that weird moment where you're like how did that happen because it's not like Wait, Rock 2020 yeah, yeah yeah it's not like they you know for a lot of these white people it's not like or you know in this case women even it's not like they have this long history of just saying fucked up shit and then all of a sudden it's just like oh well they just said it in deadline but you know she always says that it's in her act it's everywhere this is one of those when you like, that you weren't really saying this. And then boom, like, did you think this all the time? You just now's the day to reveal it. Did you think I'm blowing people's mind? Mm-hmm. What happened? And
3: they don't expect the pushback. And when they do, everybody gets shocked and surprised.
2: Yeah. So she calls a big stir. I know uh, she did. I, like, I follow all these people that are comedians. So everybody was talking about it in the comedian world. Uh, all the women comedians was like, fuck this trick. <laughs> like, it just like the same way that I'm sure, uh, Like I said, when Kevin Hart said that shit, I remember all the black people I know being like, "Man, fuck Kevin Hart! I can't believe he would do that. It's like a betrayal almost."
3: That's and that's what it is because,
2: especially now, here's the thing: I want to say why I'm saying Kevin Hart because a lot of people feel like we letting you cook, like we're doing you a favor of not holding you up to some high. Like we, it's not like we think. Man, let me tell you comedic genius kevin hart man he attacked that that angle no one could have got to the meat of that joke the way kevin hart did like that's like i've never heard anyone be like
3: when it comes to kevin hart this is what most people do with kevin hart he's a hard worker right like 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 that like they compliment him on all other shit but his jokes and or they go well he ain't for me he Mm. not my taste a lot of people when people come when people say shit like that that means that, like to say, they let you ride. They boy. talk
2: about him like a sensible salad, right? So they treat him like a white point guard, yeah, right. He's got an engine, he's got a motor, right. His his fun, his fundamentals are great, <laughs> yeah. But you see, know. I'm saying in this case with her, it's it's the same thing where a lot of like it's not like she, her name comes up when people start talking about like the best women comedians normally Mm-mm. it's just kind of like yeah she's a thing she's doing good she's right. cooking I'm not going good to, for her right. she doesn't seem to be hurting anybody does not seem to be talking mm-hmm. shit about anybody and then you say something like this and all that like leverage all that leniency you were getting
4: it, it disappeared. people was
2: talking about her real bad and i was like this is not stuff that happened because y'all read this interview this is shit you've been thinking for like two years yeah. and then she fucked up and you could finally be like oh cool we can stop acting nice
1: <laughs> my thing about her is that I learned working with her that she was not a nice person like before I worked with her a guy who was on Last Comic Standing with her mm. I just mentioned oh I'm working with so and so you were on the show right and he was like oh yeah yeah and he was just like seriously she's a bitch mm. like in term- and then I saw it like after one of the shows and I felt like Not that she was trying to impress me. For she wanted to, you know. She kept telling me the the MC like she was the type of person. She said to me in the MC, she's like, "Oh, I'm meeting this guy after, but he's really hot." Like, Mm. like she was trying. Like she's that kind of like. Was I supposed to go? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'll show you. Like I don't know why you're telling me that. Like the side piece in Raleigh is like a hot dude.
4: Right. Yeah.
1: But she said to me after the show, and I couldn't tell if this was her personality or if she was trying to be, like, aggressive with me and how she talked to me. Like, Mm. she read a book on how to talk to male comics. Like, you got to curse a lot and be fucking tough. Right. Because she goes, this woman just came up to me, and she was like, oh, I thought you were so funny. And then she says to me, she's telling me the story. She's like, this woman said you're so funny. And I was, like, looking at her like, yeah, I know I'm funny. Why the fuck do I need you to tell me I'm funny? And I was like I was like, What? Like you do do I seem like an asshole to you? Like that I would be like, Yeah, you showed that nice lady. <laughs> fuck her and her
2: compliments. Paying for your comedy and shit. No, I could get
1: it now. The only thing if the woman had said like, Hey, you were pretty funny, I could right. see, I've always complained about the word pretty, like right. why can't you just say funny? Why do you have to be like, You weren't bad? Right. That I get. Or I I like, thought
2: man, you man, was, I thought you would be terrible, but boy, you were funny like something like all that. Right.
1: All that I understand. Like somebody coming with some weird, bad compliment. But her story to me was this woman came up to me and said, You were so funny. And she was like yeah, I know I'm funny. Like, she just say yeah. this to him, and she's right. telling me, like, yeah, I know I'm funny. What makes you think I need you to tell me I'm funny? I was like, what are you, fucking Joe Pesci from <laughs> What the fuck is the matter with you? Funny how. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is wrong with this woman? Like, they should be paying the therapy dog, and then, like, telling the bouncer at a bar, it's like taking out a letter and saying, you have to let me in with my dog. It's a therapy dog. Yeah. I was like,
2: you're a terrible person. Like. Yeah, and no, like, nobody, nobody has me. to know. Nobody has to know that that's inside you. Like that's the part right. that's always weird I to don't me. Know what this, this quote was about like, especially yeah. if you're
1: doing PR. Like this, or any article for a comedian in a big publication is basically public relations. They're right. not talking to you because you're going to be on Trump's cabinet. They're right. talking to you because you're a comedian, and like this is good for you to get your name out there. So it's like, why this insistence on proving that you're not? You're like. I joke all the time about female comics. Right. But I like I'm even nuanced enough and not stupid enough to be like all I see from female comics is pussy pussy pussy. Right. Like no, I don't I can complain about other things in general in the right. business, but I'm not that's not, that's just not true. And this right. is coming from somebody who prides themselves on taking shots repeatedly at female comics
2: and just women okay. in general to be honest I mean yeah, it's pretty it,
1: it, it, it's pretty abhorrent this isn't an ally speaking okay yeah, this is like this is arch yeah. nemesis right
2: okay. this is like <laughs> if Tom brady was like you need to you guys need to let Kaepernick work like this is what that's the equivalent of what you guys are hearing right now uh because uh a lot of jL materials just woo. um <laughs> it was it was a strange thing because I felt like at the like you said I
1: don't think it it warranted this massive mm. response. I think people were just eager. Like women, I think, look at Hillary Clinton. And I'm yeah. not comparing Eliza and Hillary Clinton. <laughs> women do like to shit on other like right. Like like they do like to take shots at other women. Right. And Eliza is big enough that it feels like you're punching up Mm -hmm. at her success but not so big that you have to be like you know like if louis ck has a scandal come out a lot of comics will be like well you know what right right like you i i see what he's saying like Mm -hmm. I, i do see his point i don't agree right but like we can't just but if somebody like um you know i'm trying to think of like a like a lesser comic, mm-hmm. but like big enough, but not big enough that like they're indestructible. Right? People will shit all over that comic. They'll right? Be like this dude's out of his fucking mind. He can go fuck him,
2: Chris right. D'elia. Yes, you like know, a Chris would D'Elia. be somebody
1: would be like, Chris See, D'Elia said well, once, again, once again,
2: once again, another person where people are nice about you. Just don't give them a reason to not to to stop being nice. Because I think people underestimate how t- how many times people are just being nice. You know like they don't they're not sitting around going man what a fucking great comedian they're just going oh good for her like i have no reason no ill will towards this person right you know it to a lot like i let them slide on a lot of shit even but they also don't hurt anybody so there's nothing to say then you say something fucked up and like i said especially women do this a lot you know what i mean And it's societal the reason that it happens i'm not saying it's because women are bad or Mm -mm. it's because society is always like we will reward you if you come out and say the rest of these bitches ain't shit. Right. And there's always somebody that's going to come out and do it. You know what I mean? There's a reason there's a Jason Whitlock. Like, there's a Alone. reason Jason Whitlock will never be poor. Ever. Because he'll always be the dude that's willing to say, you know what, white people, y'all right about these black people. But I'm not kidding. In 2020, he might get that Ben
1: Carson and um who's the 999 Goodfellas? Herman Cain. Godfather Pizza.
2: He might get the Herman Kane Ben Carson spot in 2020. I can see it he's willing to do it and it, he gets a bump from it but it's just kind of it sucks because and like i said it's not just her it's a lot of women uh yes it is you know um i i've seen um who else was it oh the, the woman who played the lead in the handmaiden's tale and she was also on Mad Men. elizabeth moss she was doing a i'm not a feminist interview uh Katy perry was just talking about she did an interview that she was not a feminist a couple like a few years ago and it's always like she's confused can we just i think Katy yeah.
1: perry's in a very difficult spot in her life i don't know what's going on but like yeah. she looks like she's having she looks and sounds like she's having some kind of breakdown like some sort of life maybe it's being that famous is starting to take like a kanye west toll on her like she's starting to just kind of circuits are starting to maybe misfire a little bit yeah she's
2: I well, what well, like, for, well, I'm talking about this comment, she said was years ago. Right, She's, right. Like it was like one of our first interviews. Like, well, I'm definitely not a feminist. Like, eh, aren't you selling these? Um, like, even if you just for your brand, like, fuck being right,
1: just for your brand, you shouldn't say that. Just, 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 cream coming out of my tits has nothing to do with
2: feminism yeah, you, nothing. You, but you can't say that while you're making roar care you can't you no, can't you say can. that and sell like you can't right. say that and sell feminism it's not even mm-hmm. just fuck being right what about being smart what about right. that it's like if fucking chuck d came out tomorrow and was like actually if you think about it all lives matter to me like dude you you can't do it it's <laughs> anti your fucking album. Like, yes. it doesn't even matter if you believe that. It doesn't even matter if you think it's the right thing to say or the wrong thing come to say. On. It's the wrong thing to say for your ass, period. And that's the same. Like, if especially like I don't understand. Like, comedian wise, who the fuck supporting you as a comedian if you don't? It's probably a lot of women that support your that support your acting your stuff, and then you come out and say that. But I mean she is white so she'll be fine i don't think anything's gonna happen to her but yeah it's just kind of interesting that she would choose to disavow women comics she did give uh tina Fey some uh props Mm. she says i think shock values works well for women but beyond that there's no substance i want to see what else there is to such complex smart creatures you might as well call them females uh that's why women like tina Fey do well it's smart and men can laugh at it too Right. I
3: can, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, white, I can, so white feminism Tim I mean even though you claim you ain't about it cause that's what Tina Fey on. she don't care nothing about no niggas
2: uh, I consider myself one of those comics and quite frankly I'm appalled by what I expect of women and what women offer in response in that uh, so yeah then she got roasted by everybody on Twitter mm-hmm. yeah uh, she should so uh, and then also in other comedy news TJ Miller was arrested for allegedly slapping an Uber driver Dad. <laughs> TJ Miller, uh, does not fuck with, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, he said, but, uh, I mean, well, actually, no, the article says, don't tell TJ Miller that Donald Trump hasn't done anything to divide the country. Mm. The comedian was arrested Friday morning in Hollywood after, this is a long time ago, uh, last year, but I saved it for jail, after allegedly ah! slapping, an, ooh, slapping an Uber driver over an argument about the president-elect. Uh, the incident occurred at, after the office Christmas party star left the GQ men of the year party at the storage Chateau Marmont. Uh, the actor, uh, Chateau Marmont, I mean, the actor allegedly slapped the driver's head when they reached his house. A law enforcement officer told the website the LAPD said Miller was arrested for battery shortly after 1 a.m. Uh, the driver made a citizen's arrest. <laughs> Does that mean he just jumped out and held his ass down? And said on him uh the lapd said miller was arrested for battery oh yeah the silicon valley star was released on his own recognizance uh according to tmz the driver had no visible injuries as far as police are concerned it said he said she said matter uh because of this an attorney poli- uh an attorney page six spokes to said uh it was unlikely the incident would become a serious matter of concern for miller um yeah man tj miller out here slapping people if they uh try to say that trump um, you know, Trump didn't divide the United States. So, uh. That is very funny. Yeah, maybe you, uh, it's funny because, uh, JL had wrote a whole blog about TJ Miller and TJ was pretty calm about it, but it's 2016. You might want to watch your back, JL. A more militant TJ Miller has emerged.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, shit now.
2: <laughs> kind of reminds me of another celebrity that's always having violent outbursts and making the news. Okay, who? Somebody that Kirk might Brown? Could, that might could be his father. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Somebody that could be TJ Miller. B- yeah, a Gary Busey. That is a Gary Busey. <laughs> that is a Gary Busey. I am
1: here oh. to bail out my son <laughs> TJ Miller.
0: Dad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the most limited impression I do, but I know it sounds like him when I say the word dad. I just don't know how to get it to other words. <laughs>
2: Oh man. I want to know who oh.
4: my
1: yogurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know the strain comes back too and uh JL doesn't watch it anymore, so we, we've been missing out on a whole lot of scar uh Sarkeesian uh jokes. it jokes and impressions. Oh
1: the old man?
2: Yeah, the old man.
1: I almost want to watch it again since I have Hulu only because I thought they were I kept fearing they would kill the old man, and I'm glad He's that both the old man and, and the
2: actor mm-hmm.
1: have lived to see it to the end. Yep. I want to know what they're going to do now. <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know. We uh, <laughs> we have to go after Randolph. He's too woke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he never <All> right. sleeps.
1: <laughs> I lost it. I used to have it. I haven't heard the old man in in a couple of years.
2: You were good at it, yeah, man.
3: They, he got the
4: LAPD going
1: three behind get him.
2: Better? Mm, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I was, okay,
4: but hours
2: you're hours still time. watching it mm-hmm. I well Karen hate Karen Uh, loved season one mm-hmm. I think most people oh, love yeah. season one season, one was great. season two I mean, was like trash season two. right season two was absolute I
1: quit. I quit like with a few episodes left in season two because I was just like this is going nowhere and it's not good
2: yeah it was not. she made us watch the finale and I was, cause I was like I'm done with this shit and Karen's like no I want to keep watching so we watched all the way to the finale then she finally was like I quit And then uh, Karen always fucking brags about whenever I'm like I can't quit this show. I don't even fucking like the leftovers, but I'm gonna watch it all because fucking I've invested two years in it, so now I can't stop. And I watch like all the leftovers because of that, right? I call it the completionist gene. Oh,
1: I've I've heard you. I try to fight. I'm trying to fight you on it because my girlfriend has that too. I quit several shows this year, and she couldn't quit any of them. She finished The Young Pope. She finished Fargo season, like she's up to date on Fargo season three. And I just said, why are you doing? And then she gets to the end of The Young Pope and she's like, that wasn't worth it. And I'm like, yes, I know. It wasn't a good show. It's weird. Well,
2: I'm very proud of myself. I've done it to a few shows since since we talked I'm about so it. I'm so proud of him, yes. yeah. i quit more than a few. I quit Fargo.
1: Oh, Fargo, this season of Fargo, and you know how much, I mean, I love season one and two. I kept just the way you told me to watch uh man seeking woman like yeah. i was trying to make fargo really my weird. man seeking woman for mm-hmm. you fargo season
2: 3 is terrible i swear to I god mean, like, it like feels terrible. it feels like it's written by some bros who watch fargo 1 and 2 right, and like we're like fan
1: fiction about fargo yeah it
2: is no subtlety anymore the fucking jokes aren't, don't they don't really work on a subtle level anymore like they used to have certain like lines and things where you're like Oh man! So that kind of goes back to episode two, which relates to that theme. Like they used to have shit like that, man. This, they had a fucking robot cartoon in in the middle of one episode this year. There's a... Uh, do. I'm gonna tell you, exactly when I quit. Are you are you kind of caught up or no? I don't know. No, dude. I quit. Okay, like, okay. I don't care. Like I quit after I'm gonna tell you okay. six
1: when he killed when the brother when the brother di- like when the brother kills the other brother
2: by okay. accident. All right, this is uh, um, I didn't even I didn't dude, even make but- it to that part when okay. the dude puts his fucking dick in that coffee cup I I literally stopped deleted it and right. was like get off my DVR you motherfucker that like shit like that when I'm just like why would you it didn't even like it really had no effect on the show it it, it wasn't like a thing that like oh this guy he does all this other crazy shit and now he's going to do this it was just but, out of it was like someone just had a fucking storyboard and they were like we should put a scene. Yeah, it's
3: not like they didn't have.
2: Or someone a puts a whole dick in a coffee cup and makes someone drink right, out of it. Remember,
1: season one, we wanted Billy Bob Thornton to
2: do that, and they right. said no. Right. Let's do it this season. Yeah, <laughs> they had the good taste to not do it before, <laughs> uh, and the subtlety because they were like that. Really, just kind of makes our big villain uh, almost silly, uh, and cartoonishly stupid. Let, let's 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 do it now, though. Let, we can do that shit. And then that dude turned out. to, Oh, spoiler for one, Norman, but. The dudes in one till and I was like, man, fuck this dude immediately as soon as he oh, showed up. Okay, that's why you got was right. like not scared yeah, I of this did, dude at all.
1: I my girlfriend, I said, Yes, when when I saw the guy who ruined Fargo, I said, Well, you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's out here ruining shows. Of course he's gonna be the bad guy. Right.
2: Oh like, right. okay, so this motherfucker's in it. Uh oh balls cup there. Um uh, but yeah, man, I, I I'm not feeling uh so I, yeah, I quit that. But anyway, Karen tried to quit the strain. But what I but I knew that I could tell because I, I'm an addict too. I've been through it, and I could tell that she was weak. I could tell that secretly she was mad at the strain because she did love the strain and she did care and she I did want to watch because she watched the second season the whole thing through. I was hoping even get even though a good seventy percent of that season was bad, but she just kept going back. Like no, then maybe I'll fix it this time. So what I would do Thank is wait me. for her to come home for lunch, and then I just play it what like in the background like it was just on but i was i was just secretly waiting for her to to like come sit down in the living room and i just play it and then she'd be like what are you doing i'm like oh i'll just just i was just watching this anyway and you know it just happened to be exactly where we left off i guess i just play it or whatever and she couldn't quit it so she watched now she knows that's his fault now she knows what i go through so she can never pretend to be better than me again. Cause mm-hmm. she's done it too now. You nope. completed the whole third season mm-hmm. of a show you
3: hate. That's cause you us play. Nope. I didn't the, play shit.
2: By the end you were like, uh, so we're not gonna watch the strain." And I was like, Yep, we're gonna watch it. Absolutely. That's how I felt about True Blood. All right. Ah! Ah! Let's get into some of our games, guys. Okay, we've been talking for quite some time. Uh let's play uh, a Just little
1: not to sorry to yeah. uh if I can at uh, four twenty I gotta I gotta be. Okay,
2: four twenty, all right, gotcha. I will uh I'll speed up a little bit. Play some fucking with black people, guys. Oh wait. Right. It would, it would help if I hit the right music. Alright, here we go. We're just, just fucking, fucking with those black people. people. We're just, just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys
0: time to um, play the game that
2: we all hate to play people, okay that's what i do <laughs> blacks are my favorite thing to fuck with we're gonna do it we're gonna do it really fast and really smart <laughs> between you and bill Maher, a lot of fucking yeah. all right um <laughs> here we go uh 0 to 100 gonna write these all eyes on me with a strong box office debut another diverse film gets underestimated
3: these white Tupac fans.
2: Did you go see All
1: Eyes on Me, JL? I couldn't. I, 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 I wanted it to be good because to me, black musical biopics are now in two camps. Straight Outta Compton and Notorious. Mm. And this one I looked at and I said well, I guess Ray is it's... Ray would be in the Straight out of Compton category. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just looked at it and I said, this is not going to be good. No. It's not like and it has jamal woolard i've dubbed him the black guy courtney or jay courtney Mm -hmm. what movie that movie that guy goes in a movie and it's gonna be bad
2: straight out of compton i just couldn't straight out of compton or straight to vhs yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, at any rate uh this one made money because they underestimated black people again uh Isn't that like a theme these days? <laughs>
3: Not, and nothing big broke this weekend, right?
2: Uh, I think this was the big movie, quote unquote. It didn't make a shit ton of movie to be on, money, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Uh, I want to say it made like uh, let's see, seven million,
1: I believe, was the yeah. Bottom it wasn't weekend. even like
2: that much wasn't money. It the
3: number one this weekend or something?
2: It was. I don't know. Cars who.
1: three was one. Wonder Woman was two, and oh, Tupac man. was three. Rough right. Night was like eighth. Rough Night got crushed
2: yeah the the thing i love about this one good job wonder woman okay we needed a movie uh to just slap the taste (laughs) out of jl's mouth okay and that has been my movie this year (laughs) where it got it got critical acclaim but more important than critical acclaim people put their money where their mouth is and uh because i felt a lot of the same emotions that jl had about wonder woman which is it wouldn't matter if it was called whatever the fuck it's called it's just the fact that um it's this is the fourth movie in dc and all the other three have Mm. have not really lived up to a lot of people's expectations my
3: expectation was really low for this
2: so it was like i was walking in with my arms crossed and my Mm -hmm. like just my you know like just looking like okay motherfuckers i you got me out here your trailer looked better than i thought it would uh you know you've you tried to fuck this movie so many different ways yes they
3: did let
2: let's see let let us have it and then i fucking uh i enjoyed it and by like uh that that one certain scene that that's in there like uh where she where she kind of becomes wonder woman Mm -hmm. like i was really i found myself to be rooting for the film as opposed to just rooting for the character i was like Alright, DC, you're like a, my niece at a recital. Just, just close this third don't act.
3: Don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up. Just
2: close it. Not as, like, not as bad as, as in, like, cause I wasn't even going close this act and make it great. I was just like, just, you, you Play can afford to right, ease off the gas a little bit. I will give you the pass if you just can finish this without fucking up everything. And they did. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that I had the experience. So many people heard about it. It didn't have the drop-off that Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman had. No, it did not. Those movies were shit, they and then nobody no, went wanted to go see them after the reviews. Right, and they so, didn't show
3: no after credit shit that should have been in the movie. You're not, to right? Like this, you're not gonna have no extra special three hour director's cut of the shit that the movie right. should have been. They don't
2: have to tell you the movie that Wonder Woman should have been on the Blu-ray. Right. They're just like that was good enough. <laughs> now all the behind the scenes shit, if you read about it, uh, still no reason to trust DC.
3: Yep.
2: Like if you read Let any of the behind, you, can I, oh. yeah.
1: I was going to say, you know how people will make those videos on YouTube or Facebook where it's like they'll do, like, a wrestling video, but they'll put the heads of, like, basketball players on it? Like, this is what it was like when Russell Westbrook, you know, was abandoned by uh, Durant. Yeah. I feel like what they should have is, like, you get a picture of Gal Gadot's face on a wrestler who's, like, just knocked out a wrestler in the ring, and it's, like, you know, Henry Cavill's face. (laughs) But then, like – then the Justice League crew is like oh. behind her into the ring with like steel chairs. To fuck up
2: the movie again? Yes. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be like, that oh that now...
2: We gotta move to the next segment uh, real quick. I'm gonna bring you right back on screen. J- JL, is, is we okay. get an hour and 20 minute limit. Give me one second. I'm coming right back. Okay. okay. But uh, yeah, that is a great point that he makes. Um, mm-hmm. Because the other thing is, with Justice League coming behind this, I still feel like we're just going right back to Suck World.
3: Justice League... Justice League really gonna be terrible
2: right like right. even i think
3: aquaman and everything else probably be decent maybe I like own. i don't
2: i don't see I any own. reason that we should expect uh i'm calling you over now okay i don't i don't see any reason we should expect that aquaman will be great yeah they all in that, that same little yeah like thing. i mean as of right now I the, didn't say great. it's, but it's like somebody right. said in the um i saw an article that was like the biggest problem with the justice league dc universe is that wonder woman was good because we all know that those other movies are not yeah. fucking suck oh they're gonna be terrible and and we're all just gonna be kind of like well when y'all doing another one of these wonder woman movies because the rest of this shit is trash
3: and you know what might happen is that nobody everybody's gonna like okay i'm not coming back to wonder woman 2 you ain't see the rest give the fuck Wonder yeah. Wonder woman 2
2: right and then of course you know black panther trailer comes out and we're like oh yeah what wonder who but yeah. the, but the point the point being the point being I was happy, I was so happy for Wonder Woman because it was a, finally a movie that proved JL wrong. That's what we yeah, needed. She
3: better lasso her way around it because yeah. Transformers about the about to kick her in the lasso to the side. Like, J.L. JL had
2: every point that was a negative against the movie. And I feel like, uh, the money and the continued enthusiasm has, has been sustained long enough <laughs> that I'm like, okay, you made it. Like, cause when he did this against Ghostbusters, uh, well, two years ago or last year was it last year ghostbusters or two years ago ladies ghostbusters okay when you lined up all the points against ghostbusters i was like man fuck that shit and i went and i saw the movie and i actually did enjoy it like i I know a lot of people think it's shit but i i actually own it on blu-ray i really do think it's funny Mm -hmm. also i don't think we'll ever see something like that in hollywood again Mm -mm. where you take 40 like three 40 plus year old women and then like um (laughs) Like one, and then one other woman. No one had. They never have a scene where they put on a dress. Like it's never a scene where they're like, "All right, guys, we got to make some jokes about how we're women." It's all just kind of like, let's just, let's just try to be funny. Let's just try to do it with nothing but comedy. Um And so when that movie didn't do well, and it was after the trailer, after Leslie Jones got called all kinds of racist shit and trolled off of Twitter, like I had every reason that I wanted to see that fucking movie do great, and then it bombed essentially and they're not getting a sequel
3: oh i really do hate that because i think it would have been lit
2: right and then of course everybody skips over the (sighs) yeah you see jl clapping and then (laughs) of course everybody skips over the 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 women movie that was a masterpiece um that had taraji p henson out on black women in it but that's that was my
1: joke and i know i was attacking wonder woman so i'm trying to
2: divide and conquer here
4: right (laughs) try to get uh, the black people on the side
1: I, yes, I was. I was, but I meant it. Also, I was like, I watched these women standing next to like Kate McKinnon with a proton pack, and it's like, <laughs> that's why these movies are important. And then there's like little girls standing by Wonder Woman, are like, that's why these movies are important. And then I just want to take a picture of a Hidden Fences poster. Hidden, Hidden, Hidden Fences <laughs> with. No one buy it Hidden yeah. figures yeah. No one standing by the poster of Right Hidden Nobody dressed
2: up like a, a, a scientist None of that shit Yeah
1: That was a joke That was actually an idea I submitted in a writing packet That I wanted to get on Jimmy Kimmel Which was instead of You send out like people to dress up for movies that mm-hmm. aren't dress up movies <laughs> so like you you'd send like 20 dudes to steve jobs just dressed in hot <laughs> and like new balance sneakers <laughs> and people go why aren't you dressed up for the movie man right
2: oh yeah that would be awesome man <laughs> i
1: thought that would be something that kimmel might actually do like that right. kind of in keeping with his sort of sensibilities but anyway, well sorry
2: zero this all right zero to 100 for uh all eyes on me making all that money karen oh
3: i'm not mad zero
2: jail
1: uh, I'm gonna say 50 because it's a terrible movie and there should have been. It's good, obviously, because it sends a good message in terms of marketing. But Tupac deserved a straight out of Compton, not a Notorious.
2: Yeah, I it agree. looks terrible. So that's why I didn't watch it. But I, agree. I, I gotta give it 25. But this is exactly when going all the way back to what I said. I remember myself and come back to this later. This is the mediocrity I'm talking about. I'm gonna need some bad black movies to make some money because that's. That's true equality, guys. Yeah,
3: that is. It's a lot. Equality of
2: isn't straight made. out of Compton making all that money. We all thought straight out of Compton was good. Right. This movie making some money is like, well, how the fuck you do that? Like that's equality. Ah! You know what I mean? Like when Rough Night comes out and, and bombs, that that means women. That's not equality for women. Like, but if uh fucking um girls girls trip comes out next week and makes all that money, then all of a sudden we gotta we gotta give them some property like that. Now that's see that's a big leap forward for women. 'Cause that movie made some money and it's all women, but of course they're black so they won't get that credit. Um, all right. We got we can do one more thing, guys, before it's time to go. We can either do well obviously sort of this later, but we can either do um White People News, which I don't think jail's ever got a chance to do, or we can do guest the rights. What do you prefer, Jail? Uh
1: well I I have a I have a New York Knicks-like track record on Guess the Race. Okay, I get a lot of... uh, I'm not making the playoffs a lot in that game. So let's do White
2: People News. All right, we're going to do some White People News. Let me cue up a White People News song for everybody i know you guys love these it was a big hit this
3: is jail's fault y'all we just yeah. let y'all know jail made this choice and for the <laughs> record guys
2: this is our only show for the rest of the week
3: <laughs> oh my god i see so, everybody going this is your fault no so, so
2: just keep in mind jail made this the choice for all of you yes this is um, his
3: fault we just let you know
2: the good news is for you guys i do have the live show recorded so i will put the live show out Uh, tomorrow I will put that out tomorrow. But today, tonight, (laughs) oh
4: my god,
2: you get you get this song right here. Uh, let's play me in, white guys.
3: Hot nigga, what's happening here?
2: By Adriana.
0: I'm hot, nigga. Like I talk to shy when I'm shy, nigga. Like you see, I'm 12 and 1, nigga. And we keep the 9 million on my block, nigga. Money keep it on them heat and drop, nigga. Drink a heap, you're some hot, nigga. Don't get busy with them black nigga. Try to run down, catch a shot, nigga Running through his chicks till I pass out And try to get my neck till I pass out I swear to God, all I do is catch up. And if you ain't no home, get out my trap house I've been selling cracks since I could feel good Never made no difference what that shit made Judge I told me and facts and how to maintain Get that money back and spend it on the same thing Shutting like the way that I fall out I'll be getting money till I fall out Talking cash This dog, woman I is the embodiment out. of what
1: Should've I think of white women on
0: Facebook Ha <laughs> <laughs> niggas free, and and <laughs> free wheezy ho And it's down Free wheezy ho Ha 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 hole Bitch got a body but a bullet, bullet hole ho. Oh
2: oh Oh, she, she went in on that one.
0: Better we could go, we could go. Fuck with us and I need tweaking hoes. Ho. Run up on the niggas squeezing hoes. Squeezing, squeezing hoe. Everybody catching bully holes.
2: Bullet, bullet holes. Bullet holes. Niggas Big got me on young my young bully. Holes. Yo, bully yo. I'ma
0: run up, put a up on them. I'ma run up, go down I'm on them. Niggas got me on that young shit. Let
2: go, yeah. mm, 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 mm. Jesus mm. Christ, white people.
3: Uh-huh. Uncle from accounting on acoustic guitar.
2: Alright, we're gonna skip. That
1: is what plays in my head every time I see a white chick start calling things lit and clapping and yes! doing all that on social media now i'm gonna Uh, that's that's the song that actually plays in my head (laughs) yeah Uh, you actually
2: guys you know this is a good time
4: queen (laughs) (laughs) this
2: is a good time to say this too because i think sometimes uh people get offended about jl Coven's takes on women and i and i understand okay it can be offensive but (laughs) i do i do want to tell our audience this it's kind of fucked up it's true he talked about white women so if, <laughs> if, if, it, if it makes any difference to you, I don't know if it matters to y'all or not. But uh, if you know that-
1: Everybody, Google, Google when you're not listening to the Trump album, one of the prouder bits I've come up with in the last year, which will hopefully be on an album in the future, is white women versus black Twitter.
4: Yeah, mm. it's so and good.
1: that, I'm very proud of that bit. And, and I can't tell you, how differently i almost want to make a video of me doing that bit in a largely black room and a largely white room because you'd (laughs) think i was speaking different and i do the bit the same way right but you would think i was speaking a different language right
2: yeah i'm just saying i'm just from the context clues and a lot of the over the years i've listened to a lot of this stuff and i'm like oh this like just one day i remember listening i was like Oh, this is about white women. Okay, I don't actually give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up because it's true though. It's I listen to the context clues. I don't even know if JL's aware of it, but yeah. I was listening. I was like, "There's no black women that do this thing that he's mad about." So whatever.
3: Because <laughs> 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 the thing about you, JL, you run a few people. I can listen to the show. I'm laughing. I'm. I'm like, I don't agree with you then i'm like well good show i'll be back next week
2: yeah <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> lena dunham shares a topless oh. photo i feel like she has one trick right like she that's just it. she didn't have a show no more so she's going oh, back that's to like that well didn't it yeah show's over she's going back to that well again like look at my titties um well yeah she apparently posted a instagram photo of herself topless um the 31 year old snapped the stuff snapped oh no come on i'm i'm sorry oh phew she's covered yeah yeah yeah. she covered the nipples and remember she has that rihanna tattoo underneath her titties Mm -hmm. yes yes queen yes queen
0: no 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 no. no queen
2: okay uh 53 percent haircut hey white 53 percent haircut is amazing i actually should change the name to the 43 percent haircut Actually, yeah, I'm changing the name, guys. Alright, I know I called it a 53% haircut for a while. This is now called a 43% haircut. Cause it's all the people that are like, I voted for Hillary. They just cut their hair in the same fucking short. May I speak to a manager? If this is the 90s, I definitely date black men, but it's not, so I only wait, date white dudes. Haircut, it, all of them have it. Katy Perry got this shit. Uh, Scarlett Johansson got this shit. They all got the same fucking haircut. It's like they all had, they went to the Pussy Hat March walked out was like can i get a number one got the fucking haircut and now they all rocking this shit and yep uh lena got it man uh at any rate she said i really did wake up like this oh god you really gonna take beyonce flawless line okay Ah! hashtag synade hashtag cranberries hashtag kathy acker hashtag my sixth grade history teacher laurie uh so yeah uh oh god why can't she go away you you know why i think you know why because
3: white women love her
2: yeah it's not us keeping her around i tell you that it's much
3: different. oh we got two pairs in the honey pot what the hell is happening here
2: uh what's happening is you need to see her her naked glory karen i think you need to understand okay uh all right any more white people news before we get in go on um yeah all right gonna i'm gonna move on oh wait i had one more <laughs> add one more i
3: know roger there's sign his face was like Mm-mm.
2: fresh fresh face marissa Torm- tomei told you guys know marissa tomei right she's gonna be in the new spider-man okay yes uh you know what white woman uh she's one of those people that's like rated perfectly correct because we've been saying she's underrated for so long but underrated white woman you're like perfectly correct rated white woman like when i see her i always feel like she should get more work than she does I always feel like she's holding up better than so many people that get so much credit. Uh but yeah, she's uh playing Aunt May uh which <laughs> And she's so fine. Almost invalidates the movie when you see she's Aunt May like what the f- is tony's coming over the fuck is that what tony stark uh, that's, is uh... that's
3: what i'm thinking <laughs> marvel edited that out but hey because he be all being in her face
2: tony stark's gonna pull uh peter parker to the side and be like boy you know i could have been your daddy right you know <laughs> hey <laughs> man how you doing girl i'll just stopping by to check on peter but you know uh but yeah on sunday in new york city she hit the bam cinema fest i guess bam cinema fest to support another film the 52 year old my cousin vinny actress looked simply chic as she walked the red carpet for screening nl uh september dia at the festival uh yeah she always looked good man just you know like don't really seem like she trying too hard normally Mm -mm. it's just interesting uh her brunette locks were pulled back for to put extra emphasis on her fresh face simple makeup look she wore a black tank top for the outing and paired it with a wildly printed purple that had patched it, patches of leopard print throughout the garment. Tomei carried a white purse and her sunglasses as she made her way down the carpet. In Spider-Man Homecoming, she plays the role of Aunt May, who was portrayed as a much older woman in the comic books. When she stopped by the late show with Stephen Colbert, she joked about discovering who she was playing. You can imagine my horror when I was cast and started doing the research. Then I thought, I'm just going to go with it she told the late night host look at her oh fine ass and then look at this aunt may picture come on man yeah,
3: i like they made it up to date.
2: the first aunt may i can jack it to this is crazy i actually made a case nope. T- nope. Aunt
1: may. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah mm-hmm. wasn't she was she the one that was also in uh the hangover was that her too uh, or was know. that a different white one no that was heather uh, oh heather lockley no heather um she's another perfectly rated white woman perfectly rated like everyone says she's underrated but you know she's just right or just right anyway um that's white people news let's do the last thing guys got to talk about sword ratchetness and get jl out of here um all right where's my sword ratchiness sound effect oh here we go all right Woman accused of stabbing her boyfriend with a sword is charged with murder. Oh. Whenever staff writer Kyle Hinchley posts, and wait, what is this? This is not the right article. What are you doing, Tulsa World News? Murder and drug charges <laughs> have been filed against a Tulsa woman who was accused of killing her boyfriend with a sword at their shared apartment. Mm, maybe he told us a couple too many jokes on his podcast, you know?
3: had had enough
2: right maybe she didn't have the sense of humor they thought she did about that shit i don't know <laughs> mika lewis thompson 38 guess the race think latina uh was charged on thursday in tulsa county district court with second degree murder unlawful possession of a controlled drug and unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia yeah she did that yeah she looked latino too like i just got tired of his shit she remained in Tulsa jail in lieu of $501,000 bail. Prosecutors alleged that Thompson used a katana style sword to stab her boyfriend, 36 year old Ronnie Beats, in the stomach at Parkview Terrace Apartments on the morning of June 1st. Beats later died at the hospital. Thompson initially told dispatchers she stabbed Beats after he choked and slapped her. Police said she had visible injuries. injuries. They also said Thompson and Beats had lived together for 15 years and had children. A criminal filing states that Thompson had a depraved mind at the time of the assault, but acted without any premeditated design to kill. Beats the drug charges were filed after officers repeatedly found reportedly found marijuana and paraphernalia in the apartment. I don't think weed makes you kill though. She got a hard mm-hmm. case of uh, trying to get that acquitted, dog. <clears throat> uh, well, I'll tell you what, JL. We really enjoy you, man. We always enjoy. Best of luck on the back. album. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for Appreciate coming that, on mate. Fireside Craps the donald trump album by jl covan go get it go check it out it's uh like i said i already listened to it it's fucking phenomenal yeah,
3: reviews on itunes
2: uh i you know i want June 21st june, june 21st,
1: 21st just everybody flood itunes yeah, which get is probably it, when the most it, of you gonna get it this try to get it to number one
2: get it to number one man june 21st set a reminder on your phone if you're listening this june 21st which most of you probably are uh, go ahead and, and whip whip out that that iTunes and get it and leave it a five star review. Mm-hmm. Like I said, very funny dude doing some very funny shit and uh, you know a dude that <laughs> it, if if any if he's struggling for anything it's because uh, he got too much integrity, man. He just yeah. won't he just won't <laughs> shut the fuck up when it's time to get paid. So <laughs> we gotta we, we gotta we gotta show some support for that kind of shit. We always talk about people integrity and reward and all that shit, but. Then when whenever they we'd be like, You shouldn't have said that. And then we just walk away. So I will say let's, let's let's get out here and help this man. Yeah. Four ninety nine. One cent less than that fucking tyrant, Louis C. K. A greedy son of a bitch, <laughs> Louis C. K. <laughs> trying to take Abraham Lincoln's out of your wallet. Right. <laughs> Boycott that man at the NFL and support uh J. <laughs> <laughs> <Go> <laughs> back. All right, guys. Like I said, you'll you'll hear us the next day, but it'll be a recording Wait, of um, um, um our live show at um Negro con. at Negro con and it's only like 55 minutes but we'll put that out to, tomorrow tomorrow yeah, if you're tomorrow. hearing this now we'll, you'll hear that that tomorrow but uh until then make sure you guys check out also I forgot to mention check out jail's podcast the righteous prick yes. podcast a uh, very out. funny show it uh, is uh very you know good. I've been on there a couple times uh formats kind of changed over the years used to invite people on to argue points that you disagree with and then try to like eviscerate them and, and break it down and it with a lot of humor and stuff. But, uh, lately it's just kind of been, uh, some solo shows yeah. and then bringing people on and just kind of discussing movies or politics or whatever. Uh, and it's still it's just harder, good. It
1: becomes harder for me to find things that I truly hate. Like, I feel like, the first two or three years i was able to really rattle through a lot of topics that annoyed me and now it's more like once in a blue moon i'll be like you know what i hate that let's talk about it
2: yeah well i think what really happened was i came on a couple times like you know it was like (laughs) apollo it's like apollo versus rocky you know he was like i don't want to let that dude back on i don't know about these haymakers he's throwing ain't gonna be no rematch (laughs) All right, man. We love you, man. Thank you so much yes. for being on. Uh, yes. uh, Retired, no man, social security. <laughs> <laughs> uh, audience, we'll talk to y'all soon. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. <laughs>